My brothers and sisters in Christ, on this beautiful day, this beautiful morning, the Lord has given us again to live for him. It's a time to stop and reflect on our relationship with each other and our relationship with our Heavenly Father. Today, Jesus reminds us that even being faithful to his word, being faithful to live in the Christian tenets, will not mean that we will not encounter persecution or rejection or oppression, but rather, in those moments, we are supposed to do what St. Paul actually admonished the people, that we should stand firm to the author and finisher of our faith, Jesus Christ. We should remain in him. We should trust him because he alone is able to journey with us and deliver us from those trying moments. And this is one Sunday that all the readings have one theme. We see Jeremiah in the midst of all that he encountered. We see the theme of standing firm in the midst of persecution. We see the theme of rejection, but yet he did not give in to it. We see the gospel. Jesus reminds us that, yes, I have come to bring what? Fire, to lit fire. He said he wished that that fire was already burning. What does that mean? Well, as I was reflecting and also studying these words, the very thought that came to me was what each and every one of us can always have in common and share in common. And that was the opposite of what we will be hearing today. And that is the fear and the pain of rejection. Many psychologists and sociologists would agree that that is one human quality that all of us have in common. It, throughout the entire stages of our lives, from infancy to adulthood, we all have that sense sometimes, you know, we want to belong. So that's why when there is any kind of rejection, we feel so uncomfortable because we do not want to be rejected. This gets translated into our own individual lives. Even in the family, parents going through divorce, there is fear of that being rejected by the other. And there is pain that is left there. In our workplaces, because we don't want to hurt anybody, I don't want to offend anybody, so I would just keep quiet and just let the other person be. And even if it means me pointing out, at least through fractional correction, the truth of the Christian life, because I don't want others to feel bad, I don't want to be rejected by the group, I remain silent. Even in the church ministry, the outreach program, 
the temptation can come that I don't want to be rejected, so I would rather just do all that I want. I'm supposed to do quietly. I don't want to go out there. I don't want you know these people don't really accept the word of God. So there's no point disturbing or bothering anyone. So I end up just you know living in the the the, the lies that this fear brings to me. So I end up even appearing so much uncharitable, uncharitable to them. As a result, I begin to generalize. These people don't receive the word of God. That person, why is he coming to, to communion? He doesn't even go to confessions. So I begin to do that. But I have not actually approached them. Because I'm afraid that my words will be rejected. So this also continue in our own spiritual life. My brothers and sisters in Christ, we have been called by the Lord to be instrument of fire in the midst of coldness. We have been called by the Lord to express that fire. We look at the life of Jeremiah. Jeremiah was not someone that was so popular in his own time because he decided to stand for the truth. He decided to be an instrument for the Lord to enkindle his fire of compassion, his fire of mercy, his fire of justice, his fire of kindness, his fire of love. He decided to be that instrument of fire. Even in his 40 years of ministry, Jeremiah did not receive any acclaim. He was not praised by those who were influential around him. Jeremiah was not really having a lot of followers. Like today, we would say, well, in social media, if you say things that, you know, everybody could align to it, you know what happened? They follow you. In Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and all that. In the time of Jeremiah, people were not following him because of the message that he brought. He was rejected, but he knew the God whom he was following, that even in that cistern, which he was lowered down into, he remained faithful. He was not afraid to proclaim in his life what mercy is like, what compassion looks like, what forgiveness looks like, what love looks like, what justice looks like. He wasn't afraid of that. In spite of all the persecution he encountered, Jeremiah stood still. Brothers and sisters in Christ, in our own families, we will also encounter that. So the Lord is reminding us, not so much to, to look at the division, 
but to be faithful to his word. To remember that even at those moments when people don't accept the words we're trying to share, that the Lord is always there. The Lord is always by our side. The Lord is always faithful. The Lord is always the God that is ready to live with us, to journey with us. So something that I also reflect on when it comes to the fear and the pain of rejection is the fact that we look at the other side of it. How do I myself reject the love that Christ has been trying every day to share with me? With all the rejection that we encounter and the ones we give to people, have I sometimes stopped and reflect on the way I reject the Lord? Look at the sacraments of reconciliation. When was the last time I made use of it? When was the last time I came to Mass wholeheartedly knowing that Jesus is here. He's going to restore me. He's going to take upon himself the yoke that I have right now. The pain, the fear. He's going to take it upon himself. My brothers and sisters in Christ, Fulton Sheen was the one who said that sin is the rejection of God's love. And the crucifix there reminds us of that. It is the rejection of love. So it's not only others rejecting me, but sometimes I reject him. It's not only division in the family that actually is involved with other people, but sometimes I cause the division myself by not really living out the faith that I have been called to live. And people see that and they say, if, the, if this is an example of a Christian, I would rather not go to that church. So my brothers and sisters is to look at it both sides, both ways. Jesus said, I have come to rekindle, to cause what? Division and fire. But it's left for us to allow that fire to burn. And that fire is what? The fire of his compassion, the fire of his mercy. Allow it to burn. Allow it to burn, because if we don't allow that fire to continue to burn, then it means that others will rather, instead of coming to him in a good way, they would rather be divided and separated. But let it be that I am, instead of causing the vision that is not of Christ, I'm rather causing the vision that 
I have been always faithful to God. And people see that. And even if they leave, there is hope that one day they will return. But it shouldn't be a division of bad example. Thank God that we are here today because the Lord is here to restore us through the sacraments here. He's here to give us the strength to be able to go out and live for him, to be able to bring unity, to be able to bring his compassion to others. So let us pray at this Mass that as we draw near to him, he will be the one to give us the grace to stand firm. That even when we are rejected, even when the fear comes to us, the fear of being rejected, we will always turn to him and look up to him, the author and finisher of our faith, the one who has come to bring peace.